Recorded live. Seven PM and on Sunday mornings at eight AM join us for our Bible school.
Mary, that when a ruler was defeated, his family would be killed so not so that no one would be left in their lineage to reclaim the throne. And we see the most ironic thing in Second Samuel chapter 4, that Mephibosheth actually survived. So it, probably the people came looking for the baby, and the nurse had ran out with the baby. Jonathan's son, Jonathan, son of Saul, had a son whose feet both were lame. He was five, is repeating itself. He was five. We want to get this. He was five when the news came. Amen. His nurse picked him up and fled, but as she carried out, he fell and became crippled. So what became of Mephibosheth? So after the nurse took him out, ran out with him, look, he don't have a mom, he don't have a dad, a grandpa, a uncle, just the one that was nurse, his nurse, that was the person that he had. So he was all alone in this thing all by itself because nobody in his family was left. But somehow, somehow he survived. So this is your situation today. Somehow you're going to survive. Somehow in the midst of the situation looking bad, it looks desolate. It looks like, hey, I don't have no hope. I'm by myself. My back is against the wall. I don't have any family. I don't have friends I can depend on. But listen, we know a God that sits high and looks low. So we know that this was God's opportunity to show himself big in Mephibosheth's life. So as Mephibosheth had gotten older, David, David, friend of Jonathan, went to inquire about the whereabouts of Mephibosheth. Why was King David curious about finding Mephibosheth? Why? Because in 1 Samuel chapter 20, verses 15 and 16 and 42, David made an oath to Jonathan that he would honor him, that he would keep this oath. And listen, the relationship with David and Jonathan, David and Jonathan were like brothers. Now, David married Michael, the sister. You know, the king got jealous and upset, and he gave the daughter to somebody else. <laughs> so, and the the king, his dad, was always looking for an opportunity to do harm to David. But through it all, the relationship between David, King David, and Jonathan they were like two peas in the pot. Amen. They were thick. They were closer than close. They had a love for one another and a friendship, amen, that goes beyond our understanding. So David said, hey, I'm going to honor my oath that I had made with my friend, my brother, uh, Jonathan, and I'm going to find and care for Mephibosheth. 
So one of Saul's servants was questioned and told King David the young man's location. Mephibosheth was summoned to appear before the king. Amen. Uh, to appear before the king. Amen. We, if we were to be summoned to come before a king, amen, I'm sure, you know, I would be like eat pizza clip, eating my nails, talking about, oh, Lord, I don't know what I did. I don't know what he's going to say. Lord, what's happening? Why am I here? You know, you start getting all these questions in your head. You don't know what's going on. Why am I being summoned by the king? So he summons him, and uh, though he was afraid, Mephibosheth came not knowing if he would be killed or what might happen. He was crippled, had lost his heritage, and he lived in a desolate place called Lo Debar, which literally, literally means the land of nothing. So he don't have his parents. You know, he, he by himself. He living in a land that's a desolate place, which means land of nothing. And then uh, he loses his heritage. I mean, just everything, all by himself, all by himself. He just out there all by himself. So in Second Samuel chapter nine, uh, it describes the meeting between Mephibosheth and King David. The young man came before the king after he was summoned, came before the king, amen, and he uh, bowed down humbly before King David, and King David said, do not be afraid. That's the same as we read in Esther when the king held out his scepter to King Esther. So, listen, he goes before the king, don't know what's about to happen, Amen. One day, one thing, one word can change your situation. Listen, let me, let me, let's, let's fast forward here because this is a good lesson of hope. It's a good message to let you know that God has not forgotten about you. He says, I surely show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. I will restore to you. All, not not part, all, A-L-L, completely, everything, all-inclusive, everything, the land that belongs to your grandfather, Saul, and you, listen, will eat at my table. Now, we have this five-year-old kid that fell, he became crippled, he don't have any family, he lost his heritage. Listen, he go from living into the palace to living in a pit. And then we come back and find that somebody is looking for you. I'm saying this to you now. Somebody is looking for you. Somebody is looking for you. Your name is attached to somebody in this season. Amen. Of 2017. And God is going to use that person to be a blessing to your life. They're going to speak into your life. And that thing that they speak into your life is going to come to pass. They're going to sow into your life. Amen. It may look 
desolate, but they're going to sow into your life, and that situation that you were going through that looked like a huge mountain, amen, it's going to look like a little ant pile. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Somebody better say something this morning because, listen here, God wants to take this year, and he wants to bless you. He wants to bless you indeed. He wants to enlarge your territory. I know that's what he did for Jabez, but listen, he did the same thing here for Mephibosheth, and he wants to do the same thing for you and you and you and you. I don't care where you are calling in from on this radio broadcast on today. I don't care where you're listening from. Amen. Listen, he's talking to you. He gave me this message just for you to let you know I have not forgotten. I have not forgotten you. Amen. I know, I know, I know what you've been going through. I know, I know, I know. I've seen where you've been. And he says, listen, I got some people lined up to speak a word into your life. I got people lined up to be a blessing to your life. Amen. Don't be surprised at who God may use. Amen. You know, you'll know. That is from God. And then he says, guess what? You'll be able to sit at the table and eat with the king. Hallelujah. So we see here, Mephibosheth shall bow down. Mephibosheth shall say, whoa, hold on. This uh, this, come, this happening too quick for me. You know, sometimes we get uh, a little uh, hysterical and, and, you know, we get the panting and our nervous. Wait a minute. All of this happening too fast, you know. Uh, one day I was sitting here in the pit, crippled, low, desolate, the land of nothing. Amen. And now you you called me up. I came. I stood here not even for an hour. I stood here and just that one word, you just said something that has changed my whole life. And I, I just can't believe this. But then he noticed, oh, he bowed down and said, Notice, why would you notice me? Why would you notice me of all the people in the land, all the people in the world, all the people in the United States, all the people in Africa and India and London, all of the people, why would you call me out, my name? Why would you call me out, John? Why would you call me out, Sylvia? Why? 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 Because nobody has noticed me. They, I, I've been like a dog, and I've never been noticed. And he says, I am keeping the promise that I made to your daddy. I told your daddy, and I'm keeping my word, and I want to honor you. So guess what? That day, that very hour, Mephibosheth was restored. Amen. He was restored despite his low self-worth. Listen, pick it up <laughs> and pack it under your feet. Amen. You are worthy. You are. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You are of value despite of the physical handicap he had. You may not have a physical ailment. 
You may have a physical ailment. You may have a situation. You may have a problem that just seems too big. Amen. You've been holding on to it and holding on to it and going through it and going through it and going through it over and over and over again. Listen, don't think that God has counted you out in 2017. I'm telling you, that mountain that you've been trying to tackle yourself, God will move that mountain. He said that if we speak to the mountain, that the mountain shall be moved. But we see here today that in spite of all of this, the shame that he been brought, the grandfather committed uh, sins and he was defeated and he committed suicide. But, you know, the most wonderful thing is, the most wonderful thing was Mephibosheth was restored. Amen. He was restored, and there was redemption. And Mephibosheth is a wonderful example of redemption. Amen. A redemption that's available to us all. We know that we were redeemed by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the ones that offers the uh, our, our last chance an opportunity for us to sit down and eat at the table with him. Amen. When we receive Christ Jesus, amen, amen, he has redeemed us from death. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That means that what? We have a right to eternal life. So I don't care what color you are. I don't care what nationality you are. I don't care what your finances look like today. I don't care what they look like this very hour. I believe that God is putting some money in somebody's bank account. I believe that God is already putting in the heart of somebody to give you a piece of land. I believe that somebody has already said, I want to bless them. I want to give them this. I want to restore them. This is something that God has to do. Amen. I've seen you praying. I've seen you fasting. I've seen you in that low place. Now, I want to take you. See, sometimes we take ourselves up how you would get ourselves hooked up and, and knocked up and jacked up. That's what happens when we put ourselves in places. But when God allows us to see the low place and he raised us back up, listen, Mephibosheth went from the palace to the pit. Sometimes we got to go down in order to go back up higher. See, because when he was five years old, he was just an heir to what what was going to happen. He was just receiving the benefits of being the grandson. Amen. It wasn't his. Listen to me. It wasn't his. He was just an heir of this. He had to wait until somebody expired in order to receive this for himself. So at five years old, he didn't really know what was going on, but he was born, as they say, with a silver spoon in his mouth. And then, lo and behold, all kinds of stuff break loose. He will come crippled. He lose everything he had, everything that he knew that was normal, and begin to live in the pit. And then after that, God restored him, amen, back to that place. He was redeemed just like Jesus Christ redeems us, amen. He was redeemed. He was restored back, and then guess what? It was all his. 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 Mm -hmm. 
Amen. So at this time, amen, we just want you to be encouraged this morning. Know that God has not forgotten. Know that God has not forgotten about you. Be not dismayed, but be encouraged to know that God has not forgotten you. Continue fasting. Continue praying. Continue to sow. Amen. Those seeds are not sown in vain. Listen to me. They're not sown in vain. Amen. Continue to pray over those seeds that you sow. If the seed didn't come up in 2016, pray over those seeds. Ask the Lord, Lord, bring those seeds back up. Hallelujah. Because God is doing a great thing in 2017. Listen, this is this is me. I'm not a rama, but this is what God gave me. You will lack no good thing in 2017. We need to be seeking God. We need to know that God is performing miracles in your situation this very hour. And I'm speaking directly to you. Amen. He's performing a miracle in your situation. He's performing a miracle in your physical body. He's performing a miracle in your marriage. He's performing a miracle, hallelujah, in your finances. He's performing a miracle on the job. He's performing a miracle with that court paper that you received. He is performing the miracle. Something that was taken, he's restoring it. He's redeeming it. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you and we praise you for this word, God. Father, I thank you, Lord God. Allow the people to be encouraged on today, God. Lord God, allow them, oh God, open our hearts, our minds, our hands, oh God, to receive, oh God, what you have for them, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I decree and declare, Father God, that they shall see a miracle on today, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. Father God, you know the prayer. You know the need. You know the situation, oh God, for each and every one that is listening on this broadcast, God. So, Lord, I'm asking you, Jesus, to do it, oh God. Do it for them, God, just as you did for my feeble shift, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. Oh God, we thank you and we praise you, God. Oh God, for the time, oh God, that they sat in the pit, oh God. Father God, let us not, oh God, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Be all sad, oh God, wounded, oh God, and rebellious and, and mean and hurt, God in this pit, God. But, Father God, allow us to look to you, God, to look to the hills from which cometh our help because all of our help cometh from the Lord, God. You are the Lord, oh, God, that supplies our needs. You are the Lord, God, hallelujah, that owns the cattle of a thousand hills, oh, God. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, we thank you, God, that there's nothing too hard for you, God, and you are still performing miracle signs and wonders, God. So I thank you, Lord God, that you're enlarging their territory, oh God. Lord God, you're causing them to grow, oh God, spiritually, oh God. Father, in the physical and financial and relational areas, God. Father, whatever area it is, I thank you, God, that you're expanding their territory, God, in the name of Jesus. And then, Father God, Lord God, you're protecting them, oh God, from the devourers of the enemy, Oh, Christ Jesus, hallelujah, you are a loving God. You are a redeeming God, and we thank you. For Christ Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much for joining our 6 a.m. broadcast of Power in the Word. Power in the Word. 
power in the word. All right, the word for today was challenges. Challenges. Don't look at the challenge, but look at it as the champion has an opportunity to perform a miracle in your challenge. Amen. Amen. So we look forward to you being back on the broadcast with us again on tomorrow at 6 a.m. We're here every Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, every Monday night, 7 p.m., and also on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. If you desire your prayer after this broadcast, the number is 773-609-2071. Amen. You can leave a voice or a text message, and we will return your call. If it's for a prayer request, we will receive those requests and distribute it to our entire ministry team to pray over your prayer needs. You can reach us on our website, messageofchrist.net and sylviastaplesministries.com. Don't forget to sow your seed, your 2017 seed into this ministry. Amen. This month, before the end of the month, sow that seed. Amen. Even if it's $20.17, sow that seed. Sow that seed. Amen. Sow that seed, sow that seed with something with 17 in it, but sow that seed. Get it into the mailbox, P.O. Box 390762, Chicago, Illinois, 60639, or you can sow on our PayPal. Also, you can reach us on our email address, Message of Christ at yahoo.com. Listen, I've had a blessed time with you on this morning. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May his face ever shine before you is our prayer. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Hallelujah. Thank God for you. Thank God for you calling in. We're working on those that's having a hard time dialing in. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Stay connected no matter what. It's just the trick of the enemy to try to get you distracted. Know that God is already working out a plan for you to stay connected to this ministry. Be blessed.